we're it's almost like a quick draw. This one morning. of you wait, is on. one of us is live. Yes, let's do it. Okay, it's almost like a quick draw. Let's wait and see who flinches first. Okay, ready? Live. <laughs> and we're live. Welcome back. Good. Whatever part of the day you're listening to us. I almost said good morning because it's morning for us, but it's a bright, hot morning. Oppressive. You know, yeah. Oppressive. This is this is one of those times where you walk outside and you are the barbecue. So, uh, folks, keep getting water. Don't wear uh, barbecue sauce as a sun preventative. I went to Carowinds Monday. Oh, my goodness. It was beastly hot. They had announcements like, heat index today, please stop by for free water at any place. <laughs> you fools that are here. You could get on stand, everything. Stand under the, the thing that sprays that mist of water as long as you must. We got pinned down in a perfect storm, too. Tell me all about <laughs> it, Jay. Oh, my goodness. No, I'm not going to do it yet. I'm, I, it's okay. too early to, to make that transition. Wow. But, hey, I hope you're staying cool out there, all you cool cats and kittens out there in, in podcast we're gonna, land. We're going to fix some of this in post-production, I hope. No. But probably no, not, because I'm talking to the post-production guy. You know what's funny? A lot of times I'll, I'll listen back. I'm like, I'm not fixing that. That's good. Okay. Listen, this is all about flushing it out. You know, Scripture talks about working out your faith, and I think we use that same... <laughs> It's grinding we're out. Taking, we're taking these moments of your time <laughs> to really to work, fix our minds. To fix our minds. Right? And it may be messing your mind up. Exactly. But that's okay. You know, uh, obviously the, the washing machine that is our faith has to, has to grind, has to spin, has to throw water on it, has to do all those things in order for the clothes to come out clean. Suds. Yeah, I got to suds it up. A lot of suds. But anyways, if you think it's hot outside... <laughs> If you think it's hot outside, it's kind of our topic today. We're talking about kicking it old school testament today. Yeah. We're, uh, we're talking about some, some good friends that wound up in a fiery furnace. Yeah, a lot like the weather here in Charlotte. Say, a lot like the, the fiery furnace that is North Carolina. But we're in the midst of summer blockbusters. So before we get to the real meat of today's message, yeah, or the heat of today's there message. We've got the perfect storm. Yeah. It's our next movie, The Perfect Storm. Yeah, a, a, a big hit, I guess, even though, like the Titanic, you know what's going to happen. You know gonna what's going to happen. Oh, my goodness. In fact, in the trailer itself, you see them going over waves that the little boat should be able to crest one, but probably would be thrown over. In fact, I believe in the trailer, you show, it shows them flipping over. Yeah, they basically, which I always questioned this. I remember seeing that, you know, the, the cardboard standees that they would have assembled. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that's a big wave. That looks cool. I'm like, hmm. I get. I wonder if they make it, and then they're like, in the trailer, like they never made it in a world with huge <laughs> waves. This is no Gilligan's right. Island, right? So, you know? so folks, if if you're a hopeful person, don't don't let the movie choice. In fact, I'm I'm gonna say this on Sunday. Don't let the grim movie choice show you because the point the point that we get from from this is the captain has had a, a bad season. And it's late. I mean, George season, Clooney before he was a silver fox. He's still, right. he's you know, he still got the, the burns. The, the burns were salt and pepper at this point. Yeah, but he was still a young man, very captainish. Mark yeah. Wahlberg, young dude, young dude, 28, 29 years old, something like yep. that. Okay, so it's late in the season. It is one of those points where they know storms can pop up. You know, we we live in the hurricane zone. We, we know, know, we know all about this. Oh, we you know. know, we're we're into November even. So they're, they're at the end of the season. He decides to make one more run at it. 
and he, he goes to a place where it's notable to have storms at that time of year, and the freezer breaks on his boat. Oh, yeah, I forgot so, that part. Yeah. So this is, this is where those, those plot-thirsty people think to themselves, why doesn't he just skate the storm, go around it, but he can't. They're, they caught a huge catch of fish. They've got to get them back, and the freezer breaks, which means the only, the only path for them is right down the center of, of where this storm is hitting. Because you watch, like, the deadliest catch or something. You know you've got to get those fish. They have to ice them down. You've got to, yeah. you know, you've got and, to and, and the point is it, it does nothing for them to bring tons of rotted fish in. Oh, yeah, Ugh. that's nasty. But, but I don't care know, how just, much cocktail sauce or tartar sauce you have. Ew. Ew. <laughs> oh, it's got, it's Mike's got, itchy right it's now. It's got itches all over the place on that one. <laughs> all right. Ives. But, but I say that to also say this. You can't make a one-to-one comparison here because uh, our, our faith is a hopeful one. It is one that has, has a, a, a great ending. Uh, right. In fact, like the perfect storm, we already know how this whole thing ends, and it ends with us being in victory. However, we do come up with these perfect storm single decision that affects a, a catastrophic amount of our lives, right? Right. And, and, you know, I think about it and though I've never, I've never, I've experienced some chop. I'll say that I, I was on a, I was on a charter boat one time that did me in. I should have taken Dramamine. I didn't take Dramamine. Of course, it was also the first time I'd ever been in open sea. So I wasn't sure that I would need it. I need Dramamine, but was it a pirate ship? Like one of those pirate ships? No, it was a big, Those are it awesome. Was, it was a huge charter. It was a huge <laughs> charter, and we're we're fishing. And nice. While I was fishing, and these were these were the automatic reels. You know, you got a push button to drop it down, a push button to reel it up. Kind of a wow. Kind, well, That's it, jazzy. But it was the it was the non fisherman's fishing. You know, because right, right, you just right. push the button to get it back up. But while I was fishing, everything was fine. But I I, I took my eyes off the rod for a moment, and I saw that we were. Six foot up above the water, and then six foot down below the water, and that pretty much did me in. It definitely did my father-in-law in. He was blowing chunks. I didn't blow chunks, oh. but <laughs> if it, you're gonna, yeah, spew, spew in this. <laughs> Wayne's World Wayne's people, world you're welcome. Wayne's World, you're welcome. you're welcome. All that, all that to say, sometimes in our life we will have a decision that is so monumental. And it, and it feels like it comes at a time where there's there's so many things pushing more and more heat into that decision, pushing more and more, um, uh, what would you say, the more priority, more urgency in yeah, it. Urgency. And, you, and that one decision you make affects everything in your life. And, you know, of course, Christian faith is the one decision you decide for Jesus Christ. But I'm saying... In the midst of deciding for Jesus Christ, sometimes we have these other life-affecting things. But if we're in the Old Testament, we've got Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and they are uh, they are part of an ex- they're part of the exile. Daniel and these the three guys are like the kind of the stars of, of the book of Daniel, and they're taken away because they're they're believed to be. Um, what, what would I say? They're believed to be the smart ones, the ones that have aptitude. Mm-hmm. So the, the king takes some of these people to be with him. And so they're in exile. What king was this again? Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar, that's right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And so King Nebuchadnezzar sees... Not put my brain on his name. And, and so they're, 
they're then thrust in this awful situation, not only in exile, but now he's decided he's going to make a graven image of himself that when the trumpets play, when the lyres play, when the zithers play, whatever the instrument is that plays, everybody must stop what they're doing and bow down to this, this image, this golden image of, of him. And they won't do it. They're, yeah. they're, they're God's people. They, they make a decision that they're not going to do it. He even brings them into his office. And he says, look, you do this when, the, when they play or I will throw you in the fiery furnace. So he's not, even a, he's not even a merciful guy. I mean, he's like, you do this or you will burn in the furnace. And, and this, is, this is what drew me to this text going with this movie. It's like when this big decision comes up, they say, hey, look, God is going to deliver us from you. But even if he does not deliver us from this fiery furnace, we are not going to bow down to your image. And I love that. Yeah. I, I love that because, you know, we're... I like the spit in the wind attitude. Yeah, you know, but, we've, but we've got a cushy, though. You know, our yeah. lives are pretty cushy. I, I've, I don't know of any fiery furnaces that are taking people in them these days. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. And, but right. at the same time... What do we do to have that kind of assurance? And, and, and it, came, it came in like one sentence. And it started out as, you know what, maybe that's a good idea. And then it, it kept me up at night. And I thought, well, if I remember in the morning, which is, is a dangerous thought to go to bed thinking about something and thinking you're going to remember in the morning. But I happen to remember in the morning, and it became so utterly clear. It is about focusing on the deliverer and not the deliverance. Right. And when our hearts, when our lives focus on the deliverer over and above the deliverance, then we have already won. Right? Yeah. yeah. And, I, you know, I, I kind of think about this. My, my great uncle Buddy died this week. And oh, I'm sorry. He, it's okay. It's okay. He was, I, I always figured, and maybe this is just me, but I could be real on it. It's our podcast. I can be real. If you get to like 86, 87, I'm like, you had a good run, you know? Yeah. Oh, no. Absolutely. You know, and, yeah. And, and, but he had dementia. You know, mm. it wasn't quite right in his own mind and I always I kind of equate that to also like a lot of times people are like well God didn't answer my prayers and heal this person mm. but we have ultimate healing right. so it's kind of the same right application here in the moment they were saying you know we might still die in this furnace but we know the end right and we know that, that we know that, that God is kind of the theme of what we've been going through this right. whole time it's like we know ultimate deliverance sure it may not be immediate yeah. but we know Ultimately, God makes all things new right. and, and restores. So, but but if you think about it, if you focus if you focus your heart and your life and your being on the deliverer, yeah, then you're less inclined to question the method. Because when you question method, not only does it does it happen on the negative side where you don't get what you want and you're you're frustrated with it, but sometimes when you question what God does, you actually are taking away from what He may have intended to do. Wow, because. Because when you put yourself yeah. in the position of, I'm going to move this deliverance along, right? I'm going to do everything that I can to make sure God, you know, nudge God in the direction that he needs to go. We never do thing. that, though. Why would we ever do that? that well, I've never like ever, said, it's ever all done hy- that. All hypothetical. <laughs> all hypothetical. We've never tried to fit God into our box, have no, we, people? No, of course not. We're, yeah. we're, we're non-box Jeez. thinkers. But, uh, but, I mean, when we do that, it, it, can, be very, it, can, it can be very self-motivated and... We start, we start turning our eyes off of the Lord and onto our situation. And I mean, I'm, I'm not saying I'm perfect at it, and I'm not saying that I've, I've got it all under control. But at the same time, I know the truth. 
Yeah. I, <laughs> I know the truth. Not that I'm always bothering to, to follow it, but I know the truth. And that's why, that's why we're here in this podcast. It's not that we've got it all, we've got it all done right, right? No, but ultimately I know. Right. Yeah. If, if, uh, if yeah. I corner you, you corner me. Somebody corners me and says, you know, what do you what do you absolutely believe? I believe that I believe that God has already figured it out. When Jesus came, he changed everything. Right. And I mean, go ahead. Say what you're going to say. What was I going to say? <laughs> I, guess, I guess my point is, is, is that I may not. I know I know a lot of the stories. I know a lot of. The promises that are printed in the Bible, I've taught these things. I've known, I've been a Christian for years. I still don't get a lot of things right, and there's still things I still question. But ultimately, one thing I don't question is that God has a plan and that God has an ultimate destination for us. And and also that he is the ultimate deliverer. And right. we might not always see where the deliverance is going right. in, in different yeah. situations. And, and sometimes we may not, like, let's be honest, if it's not in the will of God or, or something is, doesn't line up or, or just, you know, sometimes there's unanswered prayers that go in a different way. Yeah. Um, I'm okay with that because ultimately I know things will be restored and that we'll be with God eventually. And that, and that's the hope right. that, that I think gives us, I mean, nothing short of assurance and yeah, I mean that, that for me, that's that's what this week is all about. It's yeah. to know that you know that you know, know yeah. that you know that you know. Yeah, right. and right. and like the guy, like the the movie, A Perfect Storm. You knew right, you know the ending right off. Oh, the bat. you know, you know for sure. Yeah, and that's I mean, kind of when you come to the Christian faith, you know the ending right off the bat. Like we're Christians because we're saved through the love of Jesus. Yeah, and we well, darn it, even even if the boat sinks, I'm exactly. good. Well, right? Yeah, we get we get that Perfect Storm trailer right off the bat because yeah. we all know. We're gonna pass away one day. Yep. And, and then now, if if we continue on in the story, that made the that makes King Nebuchadnezzar so angry that he says, "Heat this furnace seven times hotter mm-hmm. than you ever have." It actually it actually burns up the people walking them into the furnace. But then, you know, as the scripture goes on, he says the king comes to his feet and he says, "How many people did we put in that furnace?" Right. Three, but I see four, and there's one in there that looks like the Son of God, and it's a Messiah reference. It is, it is a reference of God intermingling himself in that furnace with them. And I would say even if they did not see God, God was in the furnace with them, right? Right. You know, I mean, he was on their hearts when they decided they would not bow down. He was on their hearts when they looked at the king themselves and knowing that he had the, their life or their death in his hands and did not bow down. They knew that God was with them, and they took God with them all the way, right? So I, I, don't, mean, I don't mean they knew he would be there personally walking there with them. They just knew that they had God in their lives to the point that he would be with them in the midst of this, this horrible situation that they're in. And, and maybe that's another thing that we need to get across to people is that, you know, we, when, we're, when we're all about, the deliverance, we miss the fact that God is there agonizing with us when we agonize. He's there excited for us when we're excited. He's there when we are in our lowest points is when he is strongest, right? In our weakness, he is strong. Yeah. And and, I, and I'm, I'm hoping that people will see that, especially in the light of the last year and a half, that where, where it seems like we are, we, are, we are being put in this fiery furnace that is called COVID even, 
that that even even if God is still there with us and, and going to deliver us, and you know, for for them, it's it's another day, right? They they follow the Lord wherever the Lord wherever the Lord takes them. That's where they're going to go. Um, but for the king, it's something completely different, right? He recognizes that their God, our God, not only is real, but is is the is is the is the ultimate deliverer, right? Yeah. And he he declares at that point that their that that the God of of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego is 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 Almighty because he's able to do this. And you know, we would hope. That that we would face with the same or a similar situation where where it's grave, where it's difficult, where it's horrible, where it's where it just feels like it's it's crushing on us. That we would make that choice, and that that would transform us the same way. Well, and I look at it this way. It just occurred to me too that like, if you're going through a trial, maybe other people are looking at you going through that trial, and they see that you relied on God during that time. Maybe that makes them go, "Wow, right. God was really with yeah. this person." And maybe something he's, that and, looked impossible. And maybe he's with me. And maybe he's yeah. with me too. And yeah. I might tear down the idol of my own self. Yeah. To worship the same God. Well, see now, and you know, and that's a good point because you know, there's there's nobody constructing graven images <laughs> in our in our neighborhoods to bow down on your way out of your neighborhood. You know. Exactly. However, sometimes the the graven image that we're looking at is what we put the key in and drive away in. Sometimes the graven image is that that position that we will do anything, roll over anybody to get. Sometimes it's even the people that we care about. We care about more than our, the welfare of our relationship with God, and that that doesn't even work out right, right? Right. But I mean, you know, for me, that's what this is always. That's what it always boils down to is focusing on the deliverer, because then everything else falls into place and. We can get to that point where even if it doesn't all fall into place, we know that eventually it will. Yeah. And that, you know, when we're when we're going over that that huge wave that should have taken us out and we and, and instead of seeing calm waters, we see another one even bigger, we face it differently. We don't we don't face it like I, I barely made it to the last one. We face it almost like Remember that that scene in Forrest Gump where where he's I where, just watched it last night. Love yeah, Gary Sinise is up in the in the in the in the tower in the top oh, the yeah, crow's the nest. Yeah. I'm sorry, the crow's yeah, nest of the boat, shrimp boat. And he's screaming, "Is this the worst? Is this the best you got?" Yeah, I'm right here. Yeah. <laughs> and of oh, course, yeah. of course, on the other side of that storm, even is powerful because they're the only shrimp boat left the, to, to bring in the shrimp, and they they make a killing, right? Yeah, they make a killing. Yeah. So. So sometimes we don't even know what's on the other side. Now we do know what's on the other side of Daniel because they haven't talked. We haven't talked about Daniel yet, right? And that's another that's another situation where uh, it meets up with this this perfect storm of Daniel's just being the 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 believer that he is, doing the things that a believer does, and is a threat to the to the normal. And but that's another story altogether. We're we're talking about three guys. So, and, their, and their friend in the fiery furnace. I, I have a sidebar on this. Okay. So did they just like, because what I find, I don't want to say amusing, 
But they had some, they're like, we've got a lot of ways to kill Christians and, and believers in the, in, the, in the Bible, right? Okay, so, I don't know. Folks, so here, I need you to know that I don't know where this is going, but I'm going to stay with No, it. I have a legitimate question. I, uh-huh. I've had this question, and I want to show that I don't have all the answers, so I'm going to ask Mike a question. Maybe he knows it or not. Oh, great. We'll see. The fiery furnace, right? Yeah. Is this like to heat the palace, or is it like a form of torture, form of death? It was was it just they just had this? They're like, we've got a furnace. I can I can make a thousand different ideas I mean, of what it might be for, but I have a I have a feeling they don't really unpack. I it, have a so. feeling that the fiery furnace is not necessarily the people cooker. Yeah, that it it's is used for for something. I, it, I'm sure it was. I'm sure it has a a, a pizzas. A, like we're talking like a pizza <laughs> oven, and he's like, let's use that pizza oven to kill wow. people. <laughs> We could be making pizzas instead. We're making people pizzas. So you you would think that it's some form of I they would, used it for something else. They didn't have it to just I mean, execute people. Honestly, what would you need that large? It's that you furnace. can't. That's yeah, what that, I'm saying. Yeah, I mean potentially so it, it might it may have been uh, heat the palace. I don't know. That's why I'm asking, folks. We're gonna in the show notes. We'll have had to. We'll have had I, to do some. We're gonna figure. I'm gonna figure out what. I have was. never focused on the fiery furnace. I've always focused on the people in it. It's just warm in here, so it made me made me think that. No, like, that's fair. That I mean, action? you know what? This Cause, is because we know that lions are always a go-to. And and the reason the know, reason they, why I had that one sentence, <laughs> listen to listen to deliver, not the not focusing on the deliverance, is so that bunny holes like. What the heck is this furnace used for on the off days? I, 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 never come up. <laughs> I, I make the main. Not an epic story. I just make the main <laughs> thing a main thing. But Jay has a great way of kind of turning it on its ear and saying, "Well, you know." I think it's because I work with youth because they would do that. To oh, me. No, that's fair. They would be that's like, well, what the I could totally see Ian asking me what this was used so, for. So what? What? The other six days of the week, Jay. What? What is this fiery furnace for at all? I mean, what are, what are they? Does I mean, the king call up his guys and go, hey, do we still have that big fiery furnace that we used to use? Are we are we cooking for everybody this week and we just need to, do we need to start up the furnace or can we can we use just the ovens we've got in the palace or do we need the fiery furnace? I mean, we how, how big is the group that we're feeding, right? <laughs> if we need 120 rotisserie chickens done <laughs> in five minutes... I, I Guys, I'm gonna have to have you heat that thing up seven times. We got to get some chickens out quick. <laughs> this is, uh, anyways. Wow. I I, I don't even I don't I don't even know where to go after that. I I really I've also, always I think so to focus on the message of as a whole today. Don't focus on the deliverer, <laughs> this person, because I have taken us down a rabbit hole that I thought was just a quick answer. Worthwhile. Worthwhile. I mean, I mean I, I'm, it never came it up. It will be in the show. I will find out some what theologians I was say. Gonna say I will. I will say this: it never came up in any of my Old Testament classes. It could have, I'm but a, it never did. People sometimes. Uh, I am ADD, and I, I just there's there's a there's a squirrel, and I just you know you've seen up and there's a squirrel dog. Geez. So why seven times, Jay? Why seven <laughs> times? Why not eight? Well, seven times, times is, is a term of completion, right? A seven is a holy number. We know things like that. But they're not holy people, Jay. So I'm really messing with Jay now. But oh, they're not, they're holy, not people. holy people. No, they're not. Was it to mock them because seven is mentioned a lot and used? Look at, with look at him. He's actually gra- he's grasping. I have a straw on my be- See, on my desk you're here. Here, tap the straw, school, Jay. Because I got to learn things now. Wow. Yeah, you're right. I've got so much to look up now for show notes. Anyways, back to the perfect storm. Yeah. 
what I like too is I remember the scene like it opens up like this, and it's a worth a worthwhile flick if you're looking for a movie to watch and you're okay with a couple the, of bad words here and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and, on TV. Oh, and if yeah, and if you're okay knowing. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing before the whole it's thing already even starts, spoiler alert. take a look at this boat now because at the end of the movie, you will not know what that boat looks like anymore. It's you know, gone. The captain comes in and the crew's like, they had a abysmal season, right? Oh, yeah. They're, they're meeting up with their families again and everything. Yeah. And the captain says, we got to go back out. It's yep. the last thing they want. And do. it's the last possible moment they could go out yeah. before it really gets too cold to fish. And it is, <laughs> you know, but they're, but. Even you know, even some of the scenes where they're where they haven't hit the storm yet, yeah, they're like this is going to be the best the best year ever because they they found they found the run of fish and I mean they were yeah. hand over fist pulling in money after money and everybody's talking about how much they're going to bring home with them. Yeah. Ouch. Kind of kind of you know can you imagine? Well, I mean I didn't go see it in the theater, but going I mean it's it's like the Titanic same yeah, thing yeah, same yeah. thing. Well, I guess my point was too is how will you be obedient? Like maybe God's oh, calling you to go back out, and especially and when you know you. when you know what the possibilities are and yeah. the likelihood of them. It should make you a little bit more fearless in your faith walk to know the ending first, right? And if the captain calls you back out and says leave everything behind, I guess I'm going a different parallel with it too. I, you're taking it a completely different direction, I, but but I had but to I get like myself it. out of the I like it. I like it. We've we've ditched yeah. the furnace, but we will have it in the show notes. But yeah, I'm gonna figure this out. But yeah, that's a good that's a good push right there. Like if if you're called out into something that obviously could be the perfect storm, are you gonna focus on how God's gonna deliver you from it, or are you gonna focus on God? Mm. That's the that's the key. Because then, then you leave you leave it up to the guy who's perfect in all the decisions that he makes, perfect in timing and perfect in all those things. So, yeah, that's a that's a very that's a difficult challenge for all of us, but it is a worthwhile challenge. And I'll say I've seen it in my life. Sure, and I, I think sometimes we don't say like we like oh yeah that's that's right that's right. I've actually seen that. I've seen where I've tried to push things and tried to move things along in different areas that didn't work out. Oh yeah, and then. Where God has shown up, it's been so evident. Agreed. Agreed. So, I'm off to research the fiery furnace. <laughs> I don't know how... I, I'm going to remain comfortable not knowing what the fiery furnace is about. But I will read the because show notes. Because you're focusing on the deliverer instead of the deliverance. <laughs> I need to know. Look at that. I got him, I got him See? answering my questions. See, That's I've, beautiful. I've ended up focusing on the wrong thing. And Mike is saying, well, I'm just going to do what I said. In the podcast that I know to be true, I'm going to focus on my deliverer. You get bogged down in the details, Jay. See, now this is the part of the show where he's actually slapping himself in the face. I don't even I, have to I, raise a hand. I, I, I really am. If I, I, I want to put my head up against the wall and just bang my forehead <laughs> just really slow. Because I've completely... Are they mowing the lawn? No, that's Jay banging his head on one of the walls. Did Jay purposely lose the focus on who the deliverer is? No, 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 we're no. But I, that is that is an interesting, interesting thing to think about. But yeah, we're focusing on our we're focusing on our deliverer today, folks. So anyway, have a great week. Yeah. You know, we'll, have an awesome week, and we'll see you Sunday.